What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 78 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how was your weekend, my friend? It was good. We finally... I've been working on this PC build, so I finally, uh, with with the help of a buddy, uh, we got it up and running. However, of course, there are all kinds of weird little things that shouldn't be happening that are happening, so cross your fingers for this recording that everything goes smoothly. Uh, other than that, though, it's been, uh, it's been pretty chill. How about yourself, brother? My weekend was good. I went to uh, my first concert in oh gosh who knows how long uh i will say right it was it was garth brooks one of my favorite artists ever since i was a kid so that was fun let me tell you though they need to figure out the parking situation there because my goodness i had to walk i would say at least a mile and it was hot Mm. hot 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 yeah (laughs) i heard it was a mess dude yeah it was it was not fun luckily we got in in time and and uh yeah, they need to fix that, though. It wasn't great. But enough about the bad stuff. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> some gaming news. And Ryan, we need higher paying jobs because... <laughs> <laughs> I a, agree. Yeah, yeah, for a variety <laughs> of reasons. But a sealed copy of Super Mario 64 just sold at an auction for a million and a half. Oh, my goodness. First of all, whoever that was, talk about some discipline because I have never not opened a game in my life. (laughs) So I don't know how people do that. That is absolutely bonkers to me. And and you were saying, too, previously the record holder was, uh, I believe it was one of these Zelda games, and that went for about 660000 I believe. So, number one, yes, yeah, good on the person to be able to... Who does that? Who gets a game and never opens it? Completely sealed. Uh, original um, Mario 64, which is a which is a classic game. But for it to go up that high, I mean, what do you even do with that? Do you just sit there and put it somewhere and and just keep it and never and just look at it? Or you know what I mean? It's like I never understand. Like, what do you? What do these collectors do with these games once they get them? I don't. <laughs> they just sit there and look at it, I guess. Um, but that's crazy, man. That is crazy. You said one and a half million dollars. Do we know who the person was? uh that that ended up purchasing it you know i didn't see that uh and I, you know what i do wonder too like whoever collects that like what do you do with that like i'm fine looking at my open classic games <laughs> like i don't need <laughs> i don't need to i don't need to drop that kind of a money for a sealed copy of, of a game i'm gonna be honest <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. It's like I mean, I guess collection wise, and for for maybe for history purposes, uh, and just you know. But I mean, even even still, it's not like that game was like super. Like I I don't know. It, it just wasn't. It doesn't really stand out to me as like a a game that somebody would would necessarily be like, oh yes, I I must pay one point five millions for this. 
and uh, take my monies and I will look at it and I will never open it. Um, it, it that, that is wild to me, dude. Like I like I would like I would like to have enough money to be like, you know what, dude, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to I'm going to purchase this game for one point five mil. Never going to open it. We just going to look at it. I played it. I've already beat it. So, you know what I mean? It's like who has the foresight, though? to to get a game and just never open it man like i'm gonna stop i'm gonna i'm gonna you you're right you said something about just getting two copies of everything one that you could play and the one that you just hang on to i, I think that's a smart investment move right <laughs> right i mean the gaming companies will certainly be happy with us because now all of a sudden we're buying two copies of a game instead of one <laughs> but right? i i just oh man i just cannot fathom and if you had kids poor kids like can you right. imagine that they're just like dad i want to play no leave it <laughs> this is just to look at it this is just to look at it's crazy well the other interesting too that that you pointed out was that these games that are going for really high prices um the last couple at least or the last three i think were have all been nintendo so it makes me wonder too what is it about these nintendo games that that are really, you know, why they end up selling for such a high price. Um, so if you have a Nintendo, you know, or, or some stuff like that, you might want to take a look at your closet and see uh, what you've gotten there because it seems like Nintendo uh, games, especially these older games and consoles and stuff like that, they, they go for a, a, a high price. So it looks like Heritage Live, so maybe an organization, uh, purchased it and i would imagine if an organization uh uh purchased um purchased uh, uh something like this they're probably doing it for 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 some sort of historical purposes or maybe putting it into a museum or something of that nature uh which again too i don't know where these funds go to so hopefully i don't know if you know what i mean they I'm sure they pay out employees and stuff, but maybe they go to charities or or something like that, too. So um, I don't know, man. One point five million dollars for for I had that game. You're telling me all I had to do was not open it. Come on now. man. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. have been able to do it as a child. I wouldn't have been able to do it. Like these nah, are the moments where you're always <laughs> kicking yourself. And and as as a warning to parents, don't throw out those old games. Keep them. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. That is what well, the other thing, too, is where do these like do they just have random auctions uh, where you know, where do they even acquire this stuff? Cause I imagine is it, I don't know if they're, you know what I mean? Like it's a seller that's directly selling it or if somebody has already sold it, excuse me, to this auction company for X amount of dollars. And then this auction company then goes and sells it to the highest bidder. I'm not a hundred percent sure what exactly the, the process is for something like that, but Man, that says that says a lot. If, if if you didn't believe video games were worth investing, come on now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wild. That is wild. Yeah, to move on to some slightly less fun news, uh, we got word that Ghostwire Tokyo is being delayed to early next year. And I mean, let me just start by saying they're doing it for the right reasons. They don't want to overwork their dev team. I think in in the reasoning they said uh, they're doing this for the health of their team. So that's respectable. Mm. And you never want to see the 
them overwork anyone or push them past a reasonable limit there. Uh, it is just disappointing. You know, it, it's every delay hurts, even if it's done for the right reasons. And this was one of the more intriguing games I was looking forward to. Uh, it, I guess it just adds to what is quickly becoming a super stacked 2022. So I guess mm-hmm. there's a positive for that. We're, we're going to have no shortage of awesome games next year, but it's, it's, it's a little sad that we're not getting to play this this year. It, you know, and, and you're right. I, I think, and this does not come as a surprise. I think this, you know, we're going to continue seeing more and more of these games that we heard about that were supposed to be coming out this year end up getting pushed back to 2022. And I love the fact too, that it is a, it, you know, and hopefully it's not, you know, because of, uh, you know, development, developmental wise, they were having issues, but it's the fact that they're not trying to burn out their teams, uh, which we know very much, especially in this industry is, is a, or for some has been a problematic issue. So I love seeing the fact that they're taking the time. They're saying, you know, we're going to go ahead and and push this back. It's funny that you say that, too, because I remember when I initially saw this game, I was like, oh, man, this looks amazing. But then when I actually saw the trailer and the style of it, it kind of was a little off putting to me. And I'm not sure why. I guess it just wasn't what I anticipated it was going to be for some reason i thought it was going to be a third person type of deal and and it's a first person deal and i was kind of like i don't know how i feel about that um so i was you know this is still one that's on my radar though because i think story-wise it looks dope it looks definitely intriguing uh the setting with it being tokyo uh you know what i mean like that's a that's a a huge city uh so to be able to do some exploring in there there's some horror elements as well you know 2022 is absolutely going to be it's going to be a fire year for games i think we're just going to have drop after drop after drop because a lot of these games that were supposed to be coming out this year have either already confirmed to be moved to 2022 or you know there's still there's still 2021 some some about 5 months left here so I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of these other bigger games getting pushed back into 2022 as well. In 2022, we're gonna we're all gonna be broke because we're just gonna be getting game after game after game after game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2022 is the year Game Pass really pays off for people, if nothing else, because you don't have to spend your entire savings on trying to keep up with all the games. <laughs> right, exactly. Although I don't know if this is I don't is it is this a PlayStation no. exclusive? Yeah, so this is this is a PlayStation console exclusive. Um, mm. I I will say too, you know, and and admittedly, I still don't have a PS Five. I will one day, one day. I'm crossing my fingers soon. But oh. it is it is sad for uh, I do feel for PS Five owners because this is another next gen game that's being pushed back a little that I know can be frustrating, especially early in a, in a console's life cycle where you you don't feel like you're getting your money's worth yet, or you don't feel like you have enough games to kind of show off your new hardware. And so mm-hmm. I know that is frustrating. And I know that, that, you know, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because you want to see these new consoles thrive and start to make that transition into, you know, this is why I bought this. This is, this is a reason why. And, and I feel like neither systems there yet. And it, it sounds like they won't be for, for a while longer. 
Which, you know, that might be beneficial for, not necessarily beneficial for them, but, you know, you could have all the games in the world, but if people don't have the consoles, <laughs> they're, you know what I mean? They're not able to play it anyway. So it's just, they really need to, like, I, I'm, I actually, I'm, I'm really surprised at people that it's still a struggle uh, to be able to get these consoles. Again, we know that this is something uh, that's been happening with these scalpers going and buying up these things. Like it's, it's bots and they're buying up these these things as soon as they go into stock. So it's like, I don't know how you go about combating that. I know some people have gone in and uh, they're looking at, I, I think, I can't remember exactly what it was, but somebody has it to where like you have to, I, can't, I don't know if you have to like sign up or, or what, but like you're only able to get like one of them per. So it's like, I think they need to start implementing some way of being able to combat these bots. Otherwise, people are just going to be, you know, they're they're going on the market at at exorbitant prices because these these uh, scalpers are just going and 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 picking them up and then reselling them for for a crazy amount. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you make a good point too, though. It is disappointing as far as those because I did get a PS5, um, and to you know, I really want to start being able to push and see these games that are going to push the limits of of this next gen console. And we really haven't seen too many. I mean, really, the only thing we've gotten for PS5 has been Returnal and Ratchet and Clank, and I still haven't even gotten Ratchet and Clank. Um, <clears throat> but I've seen people play, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is disappointing this deep into uh, into you know the consoles being out. They're just not really being any games that are you know that have come out that have been able to maximize what the consoles can do. And I believe it's happening both on the, on the PlayStation and Xbox side. The I, I feel like Xbox's saving grace as far as with that again is Game Pass. And, you know, at least the, you know, according to E3 and what they've announced, um, you know, we should be getting some bangers coming out here uh, within the next six months. They're talking about six new games uh, that will be coming out again. This is all dependent on whether they're able to stick to these timelines that they've created these roadmaps for their games. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it is it is very disappointing Um just to have these games be pushed back like that. But again, you know me, I would rather have that happen than a, a game be forced through, you know, production and, and, and stuff like that. They're getting, you know, grinded out as far as their workload and, and work. And then we get a subpar game. It's like, I'm, I'm cool with waiting. It's not going to hurt me to wait any longer. Uh, we've already waited this long. Just give us a good product that, that people are going to, that people are going to be able to enjoy. So, um, yeah. And, and so this is, this is only, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Ghostwire is also, um, uh, it's, so it's a, it is a console exclusive for, for PlayStation, but it's also going to be on PC, uh, as well. I don't know if it's going to be like a timed release thing where it comes out exclusively on, on PlayStation first and then also, or if they're both, or if they both drop, uh, on the same day. Cause I think it might just be exclusive to PlayStation and then also dropping on PC, uh, at the same time. So, uh, this would be fire on PC. It definitely would. It definitely would. You know, as a a PS5 owner, Ryan, do you feel like, like, do you have, are you glad you you bought in when you did? Is there a part of you that wishes you just would have waited? 
No, dude, I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I'm actually super glad that I bought in when I bought in now because I did not anticipate it being this hard to get at this point in time. I figured by holiday of last year, you know, it would be relatively easy for people to get their hands on it. Again, we had the pandemic, which meant that people were staying indoors even more. So you have even more of a demand. But but again, this, these with these with these bots and stuff like that, you have it's just a it's just a it's a worldwide issue. Not only that, but then you also have a chipset uh, uh, global shortage, which is affecting all kinds of industries. You there there are Kickstarters that I have uh, funded that are super delayed, um, things like that, all because these chips th- they they can't get them. People can't get them. You know, uh, cars, manufacturers, things of that nature. They're also struggling through. It's all, you know, because a lot of this stuff is is run by computers now. So, uh, you know, everybody, the demand is super high on that. And now everything has been pushed back and delayed because of because of that. So not only you have bots on the front end buying up these these uh, uh, PlayStations, these Xboxes, but now they're having a hard time even making them because they can't get the chips in order to be able to make them. So it's just it's just one big, you know, cluster of just not good. So I, I, I believe um, and I, I've seen some some writings and, 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 and people talking as far as within that Kickstarter or some of those Kickstarters that they're able to now. They've been able to get some of those chips and stuff like that. So I'm hoping, um, you know, with the availability of that, hopefully they're catching up on the demand that they have. We'll start seeing production lines moving forward and getting back to what I thought they would be at this point in time. But it is really disappointing to to just I feel like there was a gross underestimation of how well these consoles would do and they didn't prepare accordingly. Of course, there was plans long before 2020. So, you know, it, it's hard to already have that plan. And then all of a sudden, boom, the world stops. And then it's just like, oh, <laughs> what do we do? We can't even get the things to make it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I will say this. It seemed like right from their announcement of pre-orders, it's just been one issue after another. Like if you think back to even when they announced it, there were some retailers that ignored the time that they had said and just Mm -hmm. put them up early in that whole fiasco. So it just seemed like Mm -hmm. since they're like, pre-orders are about to happen it's just been a mess and obviously not there's a lot of uh circumstances beyond their control but it is annoying it is frustrating like i never would have imagined we'd be at this point and i'd still be like well i have to hope i see an update that something's in stock and then i'm at my computer and and I'm, i'm ready to order then like it's 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 crazy it's crazy yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. You, you, I'll tell you if I can get my hands on one, dude. I will get. I'll make sure to get one. Uh, scoop one up for you. So I am. I am on the lookout for them uh, as well. Cause I had a friend that they were going and they were getting bundles, uh, and then they were selling. They were just selling the bundles at price uh, just to be able to. Cause they had already. They had already gotten them. It's like I'm the same way. Dude, just like look, dude. It's like I'm not trying to make any money off it. I'm just trying to. I know I've got friends that are trying to get this. So it's like you know what I mean. It's like if I see it, it's like I'll scoop it up. And uh, and say something. But uh, yeah, enough about that stuff, though. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come back on the back end and talk about what we have gotten to play and what we've been enjoying this year. We'll be right back, guys. 
welcome back everybody thanks for listening to the short messages and ryan let's talk about some of the best that we've gotten to play this year it has been despite the delays a pretty solid and strong year so far in terms of gaming were there a couple standouts for you ryan that really stick out to you yeah for me one of the big and and of course let me flex that that PS5 uh, that I got. One of the <laughs> the big ones for me uh, was Returnal, and this is something that I just wasn't anticipating as far as how good it was or how good it is because I'm still playing through it. I still haven't beaten it because I'm a terrible human being. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, it's gorgeous. This is that real first true meaty game that we get that takes advantage of some of these different uh new aspects of the console uh the story is solid not only that but the uh uh uh, what is the uh the studio's name that uh uh did this game they did like this is very outside of their box they just um uh mark um mark house house mark house mark house mark yeah so this is very different from what they've done in the past as far as games. So for them to be able to put out a product like this, in which they recently got picked up by uh, PlayStation officially, um, but for them to do something so good, uh, the graphics were amazing. This The story so far, and I, I've heard the story is is uh, phenomenal. Uh, the playthrough, the repeatability of this, it's challenging. It's fun. Um, this one really sticks out to me so far. I haven't had a chance yet to play like Ratchet and Clank. I've watched people play it. That looks absolutely gorgeous as well. Uh, but Returnal for me, obviously, and then of course uh, I've got a, I've got a, I've only I've only played the the first one yet. And I know you can speak more on this as well, but I've started going down that Mass Effect rabbit hole, and I'm still surprised that it has taken me this long to even really get into this game. The the first one is absolutely amazing. The story of it, now I see why. It, again, I never understood uh, beforehand. Uh, people were very like Bioware, Bioware. Uh, and then my first experience with Bioware was Anthem. And we all know how that <laughs> turned out. So to be able to go back and see something that was successful for them, I see why now so many people were disappointed in in anthem because this game is amazing storytelling fun gameplay uh you know everything about it i i have loved uh so far and i'm excited i actually have to go back i haven't moved on to two because i accidentally triggered the end event for the first one without getting all the side quests done so i saved luckily beforehand so i'm gonna go back finish all the side quests and then run through the end game for it and then i'll move on to two but you can speak more on that what what are your thoughts uh and, and what games really stood out to you dude yeah, Mass Effect is right up there. It's, you know, it I, I've got I've loved falling in love with that series again. It's such a, a heady, epic sci-fi saga, and it's something we don't see much of anymore these days. And and I don't know that we will, but it is just on a grand scale and and the relationships you form in the series are just awesome. And I am so glad and so happy that they did such a great job with this uh, remaster. 
And I'm so happy that so many more gamers are getting a chance to experience this. And it, it just instantly makes me excited to see the future of the franchise again. And yeah, I, I'm loving it. My girlfriend, this is her first experience with the series. She's loving it. And it's so easy to get lost. It's so easy to get lost in all the dialogue and Oh my goodness. It, it's it's as good as I remembered it being upon its original release a decade and a half ago almost. And so like that's been amazing to me. And that that is right up there. High marks. Can't say enough good things about it. Thank goodness they made it. And thank goodness it came out this year because oh, I've just loved it. I've just loved it. You know, another game that I really, really, really enjoyed was Little Nightmares 2. And you know, I will admit it's not a perfect game, but they get that tense feeling down so well in this game. Like there were some genuinely really spooky and and had me at, at the edge of my seat for for like entire sequences. You know, I, I won't give any spoilers, but the hospital level is one of my favorite horror game levels I think I've ever played. Like, mm. like it was just, just so tense and so nerve wracking. And this is also a series that I've, I've fallen in love with the lore behind it. And so I really mm-hmm. liked where it pushed the story and uh, some of the implications on if they do continue it, which is up in the air. So I hope they do at some point. Uh, but I just thought it was a really fun, really terrifying experience. And it was a short enough length that I didn't feel overwhelmed or that it never yeah. overstayed it welcome. It never felt old, which I thought worked to its favor. Yeah, this is one. So I'm currently working through the first one. We beat the first one. We're running through that DLC for it now. And I'm pretty sure we're at Endgame for that DLC. Uh, so I'm excited to be able to try this out because you're right. The It's it just... Visually, it's amazing. The the story behind it, it's so intriguing and weird and creepy. Uh, but at the same time, like th- this game is so and I'm not really like a horror game or any like that's not a big genre that I typically play. But like it's just so interesting and 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 weird and and like it's just like, I, well, what is happening right now? And, and like doing all the puzzles and stuff like that. This is and something too that, you know, it's fun. It's, it's a fun family game that we're all, you know, we'll, we'll get some hours in at night or, you know, we'll do family night or something and, and sit down and, and play it. And it's just, uh, it's just, they've done such a good job with this. I'm really excited to play the, the second one as well, because we have absolutely loved the first one. And I was like, I was like, you know, we got to run through this DLC, uh, <laughs> before we move on to the second one, but we're close to finishing it. So I'm excited to, uh, uh, actually be able to play this second one and, and, and see what it's all about. And then, uh, I think for right now, games that are going to be coming out, I know that, uh, which I, and it's so weird. There's a lot of people that were, that were really disappointed about, uh, uh, Sony had a a state of play last week and it's like I don't understand why people were disappointed they looked like we knew that there wasn't going to be any major news that was coming in this state of play it was primarily indie games and then they were going to get a little more in depth with Deathloop 
And that is a game that I have been anticipating since I originally even, you know, heard the concept of it and what it was all about. So it was fun being able to get more in depth and and see actual gameplay of it, how the mechanics work. Um, you know, this this game is going to be awesome, man. Like, and, and again, this is uh, I, I believe this is Bethesda, correct? It is. OK, yeah. So it's just like, you know. Uh, I think this will be I think this is going to be I think this is going to be a, another good one. And there's some really interesting mechanics as far as what they have involved in this game. It's not just a go around and shoot people type of thing. Um, you know, there's actually a way where there's another uh, uh, person that's actually hunting you and you're trying to hunt these other people to be able to get through and get out of uh, uh, out of this basically this 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 loop. Um, so, you know, I, this one, I'm, I'm very heavily, and, and we already know too, that this game originally was supposed to come out earlier. It was supposed to come out, I want to say in May. Uh, so a couple months ago, it was supposed to come out and it, it had gotten pushed back. Uh, again, this is another one that I wasn't salty that they got, that they pushed back. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, if you're going to move forward with this, uh, especially, uh, but that's, uh, I know they, you know, they were coming off a rough start uh, with uh, um, uh, Fallout 76. So they definitely could, uh, you know, they definitely need to win uh, here, I feel. And I think that this game is going to be a winner. It, it's going to be fun. And this is absolutely a, a must buy for me. Nice. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's it's definitely high up there. I can't wait to hopefully play it when it comes out, or at least watch some people <laughs> stream it, if nothing else. But no, this game looks awesome. And every everything I find out more about it just makes it sound even more amazing. Uh, I'll stick with the Sony theme for right now. And it's a game that is supposed to come out this holiday season. I'm still not entirely sure we will see it. But it, it, it of course, is Horizon 2. And Look, the first game was so beautiful and so epic. I mean, it's an easy sell for the sequel. I just don't know that we're going to get it this holiday season. Like, I, I don't know that. I feel like uh, I feel like they would have dated it if they would have felt super confident that it would be coming out this year. I mean, it, it's easy to lose track of that. Like, the holiday season's only a couple months away. So... Mm-hmm. In theory, it should be out soon, and I hope it does. Whenever, whenever it gets released, I know I'm gonna love it. I know it's gonna be amazing. Uh, this is just one that I would not be surprised at all if it got pushed to spring of next year. I mean, maybe, maybe early next year, hopefully. But even early 2022 is getting really crowded right now. So, ah, I'm crossing my fingers on this one that it, that it still comes out this year. Yeah, and that's the thing that's got me a little nervous too, dude. It's like it might be too spicy next year. Like with these drops, you're gonna be having drops. You know what I mean? And and how they time out when these games come, uh, based off of what they, you know, the delays that we end up getting, and then what they've already planned and have scheduled to come out uh, next year will definitely be interesting. But this is one, this is absolutely a day one. I don't know if you guys have not played this, go back, play the first one. The story is amazing. The gameplay is amazing. It's super fun. I still need to go and finish the DLC because I 
had started the DLC, but I never actually finished the DLC. So it's like this this one is still one that I get I can get some more time in on. Uh, but man, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Not only that, but you know it's going to take full advantage of all that the PS5 can do. So this is going to be one of those. This is that meaty one that people are really anticipating. If it really does come out this holiday season, I would be very surprised. You're right. We're right around the corner from the holidays and we haven't gotten much news. I think it's smart on there. And I feel like a lot of people have learned from the from cyberpunk. You know, maybe let's let's curb people's enthusiasm for these a little bit, especially if we know that we're not on track for whatever reason it may be. Again, we know that the world kind of stopped. So there was a multitude of issues that people ran into. So I, for one, don't necessarily want to see this get pushed back. But if that means we're going to get the complete you know, full experience that was, you know, intended, then I say do that. Don't don't try to push through something that that is not ready uh, to go. But this is going to be amazing, dude. Like this is day one for me. Um, Gosh, man, it's going to be gorgeous. The haptic feedback on that controller. I can't imagine that they're not going to be taking advantage, full advantage of that. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. I can't. I never thought I'd be the guy talking about haptic feedback. <laughs> Very immersive. Uh, but yo, man, it's real. It's a real thing. Like to me, that has been one of the biggest standout things about PlayStation is the controller, dude. That controller is is it's more than I had imagined that it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be, you know, oh, it's just a buzzword, haptic feedback, you know, kind of like they're like, they all talk about things being immersive. It really is. You know what I mean? In some games, like it's harder to pull a trigger if, you know, you have a different type of gun or, you know, you really, it really puts you inside. And again, another game that really took full advantage of that. And I feel like doesn't get a lot of credit is uh, Astro's Playhouse or Astro's, uh, whatever, whatever Astro's uh, uh, play do that, whatever it is, uh, that thing takes full advantage of the capabilities of the PlayStation 5. And I feel like it showcases what it can do uh, beautifully. Look at these dinosaurs. They're, they're, that's crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you can't. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm over here looking at the video. I just realized I didn't have it up on the screen. <laughs> but this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be awesome uh, uh, for sure, dude. And like, this is one that, that, again, hopefully, you know, if they are able to get this out, Maybe maybe they're working on a way to like bundle it with PS5s or something like that. And it all drops uh, during the holidays or something. But the main thing to me that's super important moving forward for them is they've got to get these consoles in people's hands. Otherwise, you got a bunch of games and nobody can play. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. no, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Let me jump ship here to Microsoft because the the other game that, of course, is is no surprise to anyone who knows me is still Halo Infinite. And I'm, it, it doesn't have a release date either. It doesn't have a firm date besides holiday this year. And part of me wants to think that it has to hit it, right? This was supposed to be a launch game. So you'd think that it should be on track, but... I'm a little worried that we we don't have a release date for that either. And, you know, I mean, Halo is so synonymous with Xbox that it would hurt 
to not have a Halo around for a second holiday when it was supposed to launch with it. So I hope they make this one. I really do. I it's it's such an epic series. It, it's it's still one of my favorites. The theme, of course, is iconic, and uh, I just hope they make it. <laughs> I just hope they make it. I, I feel like I feel like I'm stuck in limbo with these two games. Where I'm like, I hope so. I hope we get it. I mean, it it would sting. It would really sting to not have a Halo for for two years. Right. Well, especially the fact that this was this is their this is their, you know, bread and butter as far as with Xbox. This was always the big game. This was the reason to get an Xbox. So you're right. The fact that we're we're closing uh, or, you know, we're coming into year two of it not being out and 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 uh, uh, the consoles being out is very disappointing and it makes you wonder too because this is a really ambitious game not only is does it have uh you know the the story the campaign is is amazing uh you've got these you've got these uh, uh gorgeous visuals gorgeous music but then they have also got a really really good multi multiplayer uh experience which they recently announced that it will be free for all uh, people to play, which is which is really exciting. This is a game that I'm actually still working through the series. Uh, whenever I get back to it, I was in the middle of Halo One uh, when when you know Squirrel, and uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I need to get back on it. So I'm kind of I'm, I'm just like I'm not stressing it too much because I still got those games that I need to run through and whatnot. But you're right for this this being their their what has always been a launch title for them. To to if they miss this holiday season, I feel like that is going to be hurtful to their consoles. But again, we we also know that they're not necessarily, you know, they they're very much, I feel, have shifted from, hey, you know, get this to just get into our ecosystem. Look at Game Pass. If you got a PC, you can do this. You can play these as well, too. So. It is, I, I think for those that, that are exclusive or can, you know, can only afford a console, um, this would be super disappointing to go this deep, especially if you do have, uh, either an Xbox, uh, Series X or S, uh, for it to go this long without having Halo. It's just like, yo, uh, what's going on, guys? we get something so that we can because i feel like xbox also struggles from the same thing as as playstation they don't really have anything right now to justify getting uh the console per se there's not a game that just makes you be like oh i have to have this console halo is that game for them so We'll see, but we know that this is a that's a huge project and it's a huge undertaking with everything that's happened within the past year and whatnot. I know that they're making progress. We've seen it. We've seen, you know, they've put some extensive stuff into the multiplayer. So I can't imagine that the campaign I imagine that they well, and again, this is just me speculating. Uh I imagine that they probably already have the campaign stuff good and and good to go. I think maybe what the holdup possibly is, is on the multiplayer side of things. Uh, especially, I don't know if you guys have played uh, any kind of uh, uh, multiplayer, especially something like this, uh, that that community is, it can be super critical of, of things and you got to make changes and this and that. So I think they're just really working hard on, on giving 
giving their fans the best experience out the box. So I'm hoping my fingers are crossed that this game comes out for the holidays because I I will be all about that. And I am very much this is again, you guys know I love Destiny. So you know the the two play styles are very similar. So it, this is a series that that I've got to I've got to catch up on campaign wise, but I will absolutely day one play that multiplayer. Very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's one that it's crazy to think that a year ago this was still supposed to be a launch title, and here we are, right. and at its earliest we'll get it a year and a half after that. So it's just crazy, just crazy how quickly things can change. Uh, my last games i'm gonna switch to nintendo for this one and i'm gonna be honest i was just gonna say pokemon but i feel like i feel like that's too easy predictable yeah i feel like that's too easy i'm still gonna mention it though the the remakes are, are gonna be awesome i'm gonna love it like i said as as a pokemon anniversary i'm just i i am loving this year i'm already you know i've already spent way too long playing pokemon snap give me the remakes give me legends next year and like uh, I'm in heaven with that. But <laughs> I will say this. As disappointed as I was that we didn't get Metroid Prime 4 news, I am super intrigued and ex- excited that we are getting Metroid Dread this year. And I think that that is, that is something that Nintendo does well, is that they'll release a game and they'll be like, and it's coming out in like two months. And you're like, oh, snaps. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, the... The 2D Metroid universe is is fun. Like, they're classic games. And this looks like it's trying to do something so new that, like, I feel like it'll be fun. And so, it's. I think it's cool. I'm glad we're getting some Metroid. And uh, just for variety to not just say Pokemon all the time. I think this is also a game that I'm excited for. Well, yeah, yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, again, I've I've always been a huge Metroid fan. Samus is, she is an iconic hero. Um, So to be able to get into this new story with her, and we know too, this game has been, they've been working on this game for years. I think this thing was, was originally announced like, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago or maybe less than that. Um, I want to say, I can't remember, maybe 2010s close around that area or 2012 something like that so they've had a time we know that you know again nintendo doesn't play around when it comes to uh uh, putting out their games especially in ip like metroid so the fact that we at least got something again it wasn't prime or it's not uh uh, prime four but we're getting something we're gonna we're gonna be able to play as samus again get into the suit blast some aliens and stuff um and the fact again that that it's uh i feel like this is would be a, a it's going to be a fun game to be able to play on a switch, whether you tip typically keep it on your, on your, uh, 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 dock or, or if you're playing it handheld, um, I feel like this is a really fitting game for, uh, the switch. So I'm excited. This is, this again is going to be another one that I will get day one just cause I need to know, uh, how to story or goes. I'm excited to play with Samus again and just get back into that universe and see, you know, what kind of story they do tell with this or if it, you know, if it does. And it's right around my birthday. So, uh, you know, <laughs> the perfect timing, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a fire game, dude. I am I am very excited for Metroid Dread. So good stuff, man. 
there's there's lots to to that we do know uh, that that is coming for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's there's still time. I still think that there's going to be uh, some delays as far as some official delays uh, that are coming. I think, you know, we've speculated on some of these, but I, I can't imagine that we'll get too much closer to um, to uh, uh, holiday season without them officially being like, all right, guys, this is not coming out. I mean, we've got some more uh, state of plays coming in the future for PlayStation. I know that EA lot or EA play. Uh, I think that's happening right now. Like I, I think over the course of the next month with the big one for uh, the EA play being on the, I want to say the 26th of July, I believe is where we're going to get the meat of new stuff coming from uh ea but i feel like ea's been kind of uh they've been kind of quiet so i'm i'm interested to see what they have uh uh as far as in the works and behind the scenes that we haven't heard of or or found out about yet so yeah you know and and um one thing that that popped into my head is if horizon is delayed i just hope it's a short delay because i feel like the first horizon got shortchanged because of breath of the wild so mm. i i highly doubt we'll see breath of the wild 2 next year if i'm being honest but if breath of the wild 2 does come out next year please if horizon's delayed stay away from breath of the wild 2 give this right. game its time in the sun i just feel like the first game just got overlooked because breath of the wild was so popular and 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 so epic in its own right that please right. don't don't make that mistake again yeah no i agree 100 percent, dude um and we'll see. We'll see. Definitely uh, uh, time will tell as uh, the next couple. I, I feel like, you know, again, over the next couple of months, I feel like we'll start getting a little more clarity as far as what's really coming out this year and and what is going to get pushed back and, and delayed. So I'm kind of, uh, yeah, I'm a little skeptical of, of, of their timetable for uh, Breath of the Wild 2. But again, I feel like, Nintendo's pretty on point when they when they say something's gonna come out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. You don't really ever hear about Nintendo delaying on stuff. You know, they usually are those people who are like, when they announce that something's coming out, that's because it's already done, and they're like, all right, now we're ready to to start hyping people up and get that train going. So um, we'll see how that plays out uh, as far as with that game, but. Lots of good stuff this year and and next year. Like I said, next year is going to be. I'm just curious to see how the drops come down as far as with the games because our, our all our wallets are going to be crying next year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we need raises. We all need raises. That's that's the takeaway. <laughs> come on, give it, give us the extra money so we can get these games. That's all we're asking. <laughs> or or we need to find a sealed copy of Super Mario 64. That's the other huh. thing that needs to happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll take 1.5 mil. Yes, please. Uh, good stuff, man. So, what do you what do you got going on uh, this weekend? What's coming up in the future for you, Lucas? Uh, not much. It'll, oh, I guess it'll be busy, not gaming related. Uh, I'm taking mm. part of a podcast panel on Saturday, and next Thursday, I'm on the 22nd. I should. Just to clarify, <laughs> I'm doing mm-hmm. that uh, session on Bright, so it's it's very non-gaming related stuff for a little bit, but I'm excited, and we'll see what happens. What about yourself? 
That's gonna be awesome. You know us, man. I we are we are gearing up for baby. Uh, so we've got that. We're gonna go. We'll do. I think we're gonna do our maternity shoot this uh, this weekend, and then uh, really it's just getting a place in 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 good order and and supporting mom mama uh, as much as we can. And then you know, obviously, I've been I've been grinding through my destiny uh, my destiny stuff. And I need to get in. Um, story wise, I'm so close to finishing Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I can taste it. I, I I had to look it up because I was like, "What am I doing wrong, dude?" Like, it's like there's no more story missions. So like, there's basically a depth missions that I have to do that that go a little more in depth into the story. Uh, but I've got like three or four of those left, and I believe the game will be finished. So we we finish in that game real soon. <laughs> But anyway, guys. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I say, are you, are you gonna cry if you do that and you find out there's like an extra chapter that that gets unlocked? <laughs> I would absolutely. I will bawl my eyes out if there's more. I can't take it. It's been six years. I have put like 108 hours into this game. Um, it's ridiculous. I, I obviously I, I slow poked it for sure, but. You know, I'm ready for I'm ready for, I guess, our last adventure with Snake, the big boss um, and to call it a wrap and then move on. Because I've got, you know, again, my games are stacking up that I need to go through and and finish. Also, very quickly, I streamed <laughs> I streamed last week and Roger Craig Smith came through and I am an absolute terrible person for some reason in my head. I had Roger Clark in my head and I'm talking about, I'm like, Oh yeah, guys. I was like, he, he was Arthur Morgan and this and that. And he was like, he was like, that was Roger Clark. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my gosh. I was like, that's not what I meant. I meant he's Sonic. He was Sonic. I was like, we literally interviewed him like not too long ago. I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> so if anybody knows I am, a, I am terrible. I am terrible. I forget people. I forget people's names. I will always remember a face, but I'm so terrible with people's names and putting them with who, with who they are and whatnot. So uh, that was that did not go over well. However, again, my apologies, my apologies, Roger, my apologies. I love your face. Uh, speaking of that, hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Hit us up on the tweeters at Land Parties Pod at uh, Lucas Egan or at Smitty Two Four Four Seven. Let us let us know what you guys have been getting into, what you guys are playing, what you guys are excited uh, for to come out either this year or next year. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And just like Roger, we love your faces.